I want people to be confused as to why they're attracted to me. Yeah. I want people to look at me and be like, I'm into this. Why am I into this? Yeah, like, confused and a little scared. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's because of their attraction to you. They're like, exactly. why do I feel this way? What's wrong with me? <laughs> why do I feel like this? Exactly. That's so tea. This episode of the comment section is presented by Rockstar Energy Drink and the all-new Rockstar Focus. Crafted with ingredients for an ideal energy and mental boost like lion's mane and 200 milligrams of caffeine. Rockstar Focus has no sugar, no calories, and comes in three deliciously fruity flavors. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. This episode is brought to you by Maybelline New York. Get ready to spice up your makeup routine, and I mean that literally. Maybelline has a new Lift Plumping Gloss, Lifter Plump, that is so great. You need to get it like yesterday. Fair warning though, it brings some intense heat. It's formulated with chili peppers and maxi lip to help bring you an instant plumping effect that lasts. And if that's not enough to convince you, it also gives you the perfect glossy look. One swipe and your lips will be transformed. Try it today. It's available in eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more. Learn more at Maybelline.com or head over to Amazon.com and buy it there. You can use the code 10PLUMP to get 10% off. Again, to get 10% off, use the code 10PLUMP only on Amazon. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the comment section show starring me, your fave, everybody knows me. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. On to the amazing guests. Today we have the wonderful, the iconic, the legendary Griffin Maxwell Brooks. Woo! I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to finally have you. Griffin and I have been trying to sync up for over a year. A year! Every time I see you, I'm like, let's do it. And you're like, I know, I know, and we have to make it happen. And then (laughs) I feel like... I'm terrible at texting, which Same. doesn't help. Same. But it's just kind of like, oh my God, I love you. I miss you. When are you free? I'm like, I'm free in a month and a half. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. And then we never connect in a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've been playing that phone tag for over a year. But now we're here. Well, also we you it. were in school. It's true. You're being studious. Yeah, I was being studious. And mm-hmm. now, yeah, and now I'm not. Now you're free. <laughs> now I'm free is a good way to describe it. Well, tell everyone what you majored in. Um, I was a mechanical engineering major yes. at Princeton University. Yes. And I did exactly what mommy and daddy wanted me to do. And I am a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> now right. you're a rave rat. Yeah, it's true. Love that. Mm-hmm. You're a raver, a rave e, and a rave DJ. Yeah, love. Um, in the New York I'm just, City, I'm just silly and hilarious. You know, <laughs> I'm just like a goofy little girl that loves to do a little two step. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, that's mostly what you do. I yeah. love that. Oh, I do lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to have you. I'm so glad you finally got to be on the show. Mm-hmm. First off, for those who don't know your lore, I know your lore. I'm very familiar with it. But you started TikTok when you were in college, yeah. correct? So I kind of started it, like, when the pandemic hit and I, yeah. I went home. Um, and then I went, like, AWOL for a moment because I was like, oh, what am I doing with my life? Kind of, it just started out as, like, a silly little thing that I did for fun. And then yeah. I I began to embark on this, like, journey of self-expression for myself that I think a lot of people related to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and a lot of it was um, just kind of, like, social, like, political stuff. A lot of it was, like, fashion and like gender identity on like like fashion through gender identity um and like my own like i don't know just like journey on like coming into my own coming into my identity like coming out like what four times now (laughs) (laughs) it changes every month i'm not you know whatever i'm just yeah but that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of your platform and having people like you exist on on certain platforms especially because you see a different kind of representation, especially mm-hmm. not just representation in general, obviously as being like a non-binary person yeah. or trans person in general, but also navigating that journey mm-hmm. of like discovering it, discovering what you like, discovering what you don't like, like how you express yourself, whether it's through fashion or art. Yeah. You know what I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, I, I feel like I, I grew like alongside people. Yeah. Um, and like in Absolutely. cultivating this community, um, it's weird that people like look up to me because I feel like I, I look to like my like followers for like my own, like at, like for advice and for my own kind of like what to do next in my yeah. journey. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was like, it just kind of happened. It just kind of snowballed. And now mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I spread myself out really thin and like, um, in terms of, like what content I create. Oh yeah. Um, because I just kind of like, I don't know. My content is just like, what am I doing today? Like, I'm gonna get dressed up, or I'm gonna <laughs> go 
um, I don't know, like wherever. I'm going to go to Six Flags and make a meme about it. Like, I, <laughs> it was just kind of random, but all through the lens of, like, I think my own journey of, like, identity and self-expression. And yeah. Now here we are. Well, how was that journey? I'm so curious because I – obviously, when I went to college, like, I – um didn't have any sort of platform at all mm -hmm. i cringe to think if i did um if i had any sort of influence at that time because it's such a different time in your life like you're mm -hmm. going through you're going through um almost like i call it like a pseudo adult phase like you're an yeah. adult but you're not fully independent yet right. but you discover so many things about yourself mm -hmm. and who you are and so how was that having navigating having the platform while you were going to school at the same time was it did it make it harder did it make it weirder or was it more fun it was like it's interesting because it was a little disjointed okay. you know i i gained the following while i was like away from school because i was gotcha. just doing it online during the pandemic and then yeah. i had like a bit of a following not i think enough to have like kind of like the brand, you know, the like GMB LLC that we're, we're at right now. But yeah. like, you know, I like returned to school and I was an athlete too. I was a springboard yeah. diver at Princeton. Mm -hmm. um, Period. So that was, yeah, was, it was, it was an interesting space <laughs> to navigate. That was a whole like, other thing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Saga after saga. Um, <laughs> but it was interesting. I think it enhanced the college experience in that I had, I felt like I had this escape that I didn't have yeah. like otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um I think Princeton is like a bit of a polarizing place. There's a lot of privilege in like being in a place like that, but at yeah. the same time, like being somebody who like sticks out even a little bit, yeah. um, in such like an uptight place, yeah. like immediately makes that experience a bit jarring. Yeah. Um, I think it was a useful resource. It was a little bit isolating at times. Yeah. Um, also just because like I felt like I was like adulting on the side. You know, I felt <laughs> yeah. like I. It, it was weird because school began to feel like the like the side hustle. You know, and then I'm like you. doing social media full time and I'm like going to my silly little like engineering classes. Like, <laughs> Here's a yeah. robot that I built like now it's fashion week. Seriously. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think um, it taught me a lot. You know, mm -hmm. it was I, I didn't have free time like ever. Yeah. Because um, you're working on and off the clock right. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And that was like athletics, too. Like it, it just. Oh, my God. Know, yeah. I mean, it's part of the reason I ended up like retiring like a year early Um, because it was just like I don't I currently were getting like a solid two hours of sleep a night, which. Fun fact, not enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, in case you weren't aware. Right. Um yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting now being on the other side of it and looking mm -hmm. back and being like, Oh, like, how did I manage all of that? <laughs> <laughs> how did I wear so many hats at once? Mm, I don't even know true. how you did it. that's mm -hmm. why I said like I can only imagine how difficult that must have been and also so strange. Like, because you're this entirely huge presence online mm. and then you're also going to school at the same time like the navigating of that i can't even imagine because yeah i got mine when i was an oldie so <laughs> <laughs> like when i was an older person i got my platform so. <laughs> um yeah i don't know it was interesting it also it it sort of helped the like the kind of like separation in that mm -hmm. like my like you know my fan base wasn't like princeton students really I um, feel like it's yeah. just like it was like random queer people around the world like who are simultaneously having like a crisis in the mirror <laughs> yeah <laughs> um sweet yeah do you do you see a lot of um response from your audience where they're like they feel um represented by you like do they feel like you have made their their own personal journeys like easier navigating like gender and self-expression and just like existing in the world as who you really want to be perceived as yeah i mean like that's kind of the reason i like I I vividly remember like the moment like which I was in which I was like first like recognized in public. Yeah. And somebody came up to me and they were just like, Oh, like I like your TikToks and I was like, Oh, thank you and then they were like, <laughs> Yeah, like like watching you do what you do and just like exist like helped me realize like that I was non binary and I was like, Oh, oh that's, that's so sweet. Sweet. It was a little terrifying for me. I was like, <laughs> I'm impacting people in ways that I can't even impact myself. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Up girl boss way too close. Literally. To the sun. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean like I'm it's the reason like I do it. it's yeah. like hearing that like feedback and like listening to people speak about coming into themselves and like coming mm -hmm. into their identity. Um not like because of me, but like yeah. in tandem with me and like feeling inspired by me was like yeah. oh like like people want this. Like people like see this representation and it's useful. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to keep being me as hard as I can. Especially I think too, cause obviously you're known for your, um, outfits, <laughs> yeah. your outfits, serving, cunt, if you will. Yeah. Camp. Um, <laughs> sometimes we're serving, um, hilarity. 
sometimes I just get irony. kind of rise out of people. Yeah, I love irony. Yeah. I'm a big fan of irony. I think your outfits are so iconic, and a lot of people have really gravitated towards you, especially lately, because like you've had the platform for a minute. Mm-hmm. But I feel like especially within the last like year, your outfits have been like people have been like, wow, that's like so incredible. <laughs> like, do you uh, do you ever get a lot of questions about where you get your fashion inspiration from? Yeah, I mean, I've I speak about it sometimes because I think like fashion was always like a. Um, like a tool I used to express myself. Um, yeah. But it sort of changed when I like was living in New York and I started like working and like um, like having a presence in nightlife. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was inspired by like the 90s club kids and like the aesthetic yeah. of like, like drag queens and club kids and, you know, just like nightlife presences because of how outrageous it was. Yeah. Um, and how it was such a vessel for like breaking the boundaries of expression in a way that I think doesn't happen like anywhere else like i think like specifically in nightclubs people are like there is like this essence of like expression through like drama and like almost like a characterization yeah Yeah. where it's like look at me and i was like i love that like i feel like we need to see this more yeah and when i started doing it it was more just like it started out like i'm gonna wear something that i like and then it became like a this is kind of like a political statement, you know? I want to look iconic and I want to piss some people off. Like I want to look <laughs> I want to look silly, I want to like push the boundaries. I want to be people question like what they like and why they like it. Yeah. Um and then yeah, I don't know. One day I wore a headlamp and the entire internet decided they were mad at me and I was like, "Okay, let's just be silly." Like, let's, you know, just... <laughs> They're pissed off at you. Yeah. They said you did too much, yeah. which I think is When I love doing too much. Yeah. Like, well, thing. that's like your whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's so first of all, cunt, but second of all, I feel even with um, your platform, especially about your your videos about your fashion, what I love about it is you're constantly emphasizing that clothes are not gendered mm-hmm. because they aren't. They don't have genders. You can wear Absolutely literally not. anything you want mm-hmm. whenever, all the time. And at the same time, like you said, you're you're pushing boundaries. Like you're trying new silhouettes. You're trying mm-hmm. new accessories. Like stuff that's just fun and it's self-expression. And I love that shit. Mm. I love a maximalist girl. Yeah. When I see maximalist fashion people on TikTok, I eat it up. Oh, I love I it. I watch every second of it. Some of them, I can't keep up with some of these girls. You know, like Sarah Camps? <laughs> yes. I love her. I I'm, love I'm, her. Like, where are you getting these things, girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like a tiny Jewish girl. Oh, Clara. Same thing, Clara. Yeah. Love of my Same life. Yeah. thing. I know. And she dressed you. I saw your guys' yeah, yeah, videos yeah, yeah. together. She lives like up the road from me. <laughs> I, <love that. laughs> yeah. I absolutely love that kind of look because I mm-hmm. feel like what's so cunt about it is like you just would never think Mm -hmm. you would never think to put those pieces together and that's what fashion is it's art have you had those kinds of like this is so ugly this is so like i would never wear this blah Mm -hmm. blah blah like those kinds of hate yeah, and but like, I, I, that's like fuel for me. I love that. Yeah. People are like, I hate this. I was like, I'm going to wear it again. <laughs> <laughs> you like save the comments. Yeah. No. yeah. Well, I also just because like, at the end of the day, like it's just like fabric and nonsense draped over somebody's body. And like for some <laughs> reason, like Makes people mad. Right. Yeah. And like <laughs> yeah. years of like conventional beauty standards, like forcing mm-hmm. people to like feel the need to present in a way which is just based on like all types of prejudice. Yeah. Like has like forced See. them into thinking like. Ooh, like a man can't wear a skirt and I'm like okay watch me like now what um, your man can't wear a skirt right your man can't pull off a skirt babe. Like, you will be ashamed <laughs> I think too uh, even like you know what's so funny when I first started doing this and I started going to events and stuff like when I first started trying new kinds of silhouettes or looks mm-hmm. like I remember getting like certain commentary where I was kind of like well, I felt great in it. Like, yeah. I thought it was cunt, so I wore it. Right. Right? And then people are like, that's so ugly, that's so this, that's so that. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, when you get invited to a carpet, wear whatever you want. Right. And that's the tea, isn't it, bitch? Like, we'll, we'll see how you look. We'll see how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I see, like, I get commentary when they're like, that's so ugly, I would never wear that. Um, one of the first things I do is I go and look at what they wear. Oh, and absolutely. And I feel better. <laughs> so much better. You feel instantly better. Oh, wait, better. it's always a bitch in sweatpants who's like, <laughs> I hate this outfit. And I'm like, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you couldn't pull it off. <laughs> I hate yours. So I right. guess it equals. Yeah. Yeah. What's even crazier is like if someone that was considered conventionally attractive um, by all facets of bigotry, whatever, white supremacy, mm-hmm. Eurocentric beauty standards, whatever they may be. Yeah. If someone wore that, then that everyone would be like, be like "Ooh, oh it's god. a shirt." Oh my god! Oh, I hate it so much. I hate my, it. My biggest qualm right now is like, there's like, 
I feel like people are going back to like minimalism in a way that just is like I don't know. I keep seeing those like breakdowns of like Jacob Lordy's fits and like love him. No hate. <laughs> he looks great. Like, yeah. but it's all very like casual clothing. People are like dissecting the outfit. I'm like, girl, he put on jeans, <laughs> jeans and a cut off like, shirt and a little coach bag. He looks great. Yeah, but it's not like you know people. Are like, it's not oh. serving. Right. Like it's not like you know what I mean. Like I'm like ah, give you know. it. Sometimes I think it's like give it to me. I want to see it. Like I want you to serve me. But I even even so like for me I genuinely believe like fashion is art mm-hmm. right it's an art it's a self expression so whatever you feel beautiful in whatever you feel cunt in that's what you should wear exactly and I just feel like don't throw stones if you're living in a glass house girl Literally. so like when people say shit to me about my looks and I go and look and you're just like a don't throw stones from the Vineyard Vine store <laughs> like, what... <laughs> so like if I go and look at what you're looking and your outfit is super plain and boring to me like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you're, of course you're not going to like what I'm wearing. Yeah. I also just, I think people like who were like the first of their kind are never appreciated in the moment. You know? Period. People like, like people who. Like Julia Fox. Uh, that's a perfect, that's a perfect <laughs> example of someone who was serving it and they didn't get her. No one gets it. At you know? first they Everyone's did like, not get her. Before her time. I'm like, if you're before your time, it means that during your time people hated you. <laughs> I'm like, if people that's hate me now, so I'm true. doing something right. That's <laughs> so tea. Especially someone like Julia. Because mm-hmm. her outfits, everyone, the way they memed the hell out of her. Wait, they but, were trying so hard to make fun of her outfits. And now look, now everybody's recreating some of her iconic know, looks. Everybody wants to be her. Well, She's it's just ahead I, of her time. I, like, what I loved about her, too, is, is like the like combination of like the sexy and the grotesque. Where it's like, 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 Tea. like a very cunt outfit, but there's also just something weird about it. You know, I'm like, <laughs> something you yeah, yeah, I like that. I want people to be confused as to why they're attracted to me. Yeah. I want people to look at me and be like, I'm into this. Why am I into this? Yeah, like, confused and a little scared. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's because of their attraction to you. They're like, exactly. why do I feel this way? <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> Why do I feel like this? Exactly. That's so tea. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good point. And, you know, Griffin was actually wearing a suit of armor at Fashion Week. Oh, my God. A suit of armor and yeah. was photographed and it yeah. was posted everywhere. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I hope that is, it was heavy, girl. <laughs> <laughs> is that actual it's suit of armor? literally sourced it from, like, a mutual of mine who was, like, the armor girl at FIT. When that <laughs> video went viral of her wearing, like, a suit of armor. And I was like, okay. Like, obviously, we need to be friends. Yeah. Um, like, will you style me in the armor? And she was like, let's do it. Because um, I just, like, I don't know, Fashion Week, that was for the Clean Estrada show. Yeah. One of my favorite designers, Hilary Tamer. Like, Love. also, there's such, like, a, I don't know. It's, like, awesome clothing and also just such, like, a like an attention to, like, detail in terms of, like, sustainability. But yada, yada, yeah. yada. Every time, that's always my favorite show to, like, turn a look at. Because I'm yeah. just, like, like I want to be kooky and crazy. Like, I want yeah. I want to show up. I w- don't want people to, like, expect anything i want to show up and like completely blow away their expectations because yeah. i think also like like fashion week two there is like a like a polarization in the pageantry like some people are looking to serve in a way that's very like palatable from like a commercial i feel you. sense and i'm yeah. like that's my worst nightmare like designer sh- out kind yeah of thing. yeah Which, I, like, I don't I, I love a label don't <laughs> yeah. get me wrong okay yeah that being said like if you're designered out like Quiet luxury is like my worst enemy. I I'm like, what you. do you mean quiet luxury? You just mean boring clothes you spent too much money on. <laughs> yeah. And that's tea. That's what I love about you, though, is like you're not afraid of a look. That's why I love someone mm-hmm. who's not afraid of a look. No. Like even someone, <laughs> like if you think about someone like Zendaya, right, who's obviously she's so high fashion, she's so popular, she's so famous, yeah. she's so beautiful. <laughs> but when she was first coming out and she was trying new looks, yeah, people were like, this is so ugly. This is so li-. like when she wore that bubble hair at the Kids Choice Awards, like oh, her like hair was like churned yeah. in. Everyone made fun of her. Everyone was like, that's so ugly. That's so. Now look. No, it's true. I had. I miss time. like the like the swag like over filtered Zendaya from like the two tens, you know. Which it's like the mirror like Instagram filter. I was. She oh was taking yeah, it. she was ahead of her time. Right, she yeah. was. Right off, shake it up. Fresh off, shake it up. Fresh off, shake Fresh it up. Fresh off, shake it up. She had nothing but uh, like I don't know a, a jean hoodie vest and a, point and a dream. To prove. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, literally a cheetah print pant. Exactly. Oh, a dream. What a time. <laughs> Who would you say is your like fashion inspo as of right now. I know I'm sure it changes some staples um, other than you. Your um, mind. God, it, it really does change like a lot. Yeah. Um oh God. I've been trying to like pay more attention to like designers. Mm. Just because whatever. Like I work in fashion now. I'm like I need to know my shit. Um <laughs> before I was just like this looks crazy. Let's wear it. Um <laughs> yeah. like okay. Like designer wise, like I like kind of have been living and dying by Glenn Martins. Like I love everything Ooh. he does. Like Diesel Y Project, whatever, yeah. what have it. In terms of like 
like long-term influence mm-hmm. like in my fashion i mean there are like some of my peers like, like staples yeah I, th- I mean clara like tiny jewish girl has Love. always inspired me Love. same with sarah camps i think like when i first started doing like the club looks it was a lot of like james st james and even like mm-hmm. amanda lapore and like like the love. club kids of like the day. I mean, also just Amanda like. Amanda is such an icon. Oh God, I love that woman with all my icon. heart. Yeah. Every time I see her, I'm like, oh, you look so beautiful. It's just, mm, mm. and then she's off with the night. Like, cool. Like, <laughs> she just disappears. She's got the places smoke. to be. She, yeah. The girl is booked. So what, <laughs> yeah. what can I say? I guarantee it. Yeah. Um. God, I don't know. It's it's hard to pinpoint like style icons for me because yeah. I feel like my taste fluctuates so frequently too. But I love that though because mm-hmm. then it's just ever evolving. Like you yeah. have some people that you constantly go reference or go back to and then you have people that new people that kind of appear yeah i'm like just now dipping my like very 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 one singular toe into the fashion (laughs) i'm like just barely it's like getting into it it. is like an industrial complex there's so much going on like (laughs) there is so much going on Mm -hmm. girl you don't even know what to look at and even for myself like as like i'm a bigger girl Mm -hmm. even when i talk to stylists because i'm sure you style yourself yeah obviously right Mm because you're uh you're literally you have the brain to style yourself (laughs) Um, I, I, when I talk to stylists, I so often, like, cause I'm so curious, have you thought about going into styling at all or um, fashion I, in general? I have, I think, um, it makes me nervous just cause I think my, like fashion is so eclectic that I'm going to be like, you're going to look great in this. People are going to be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're like two, just a pair of rubber gloves. Right. I've thought about it. I, it's definitely like <laughs> on my, like my radar. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I've, I've styled people before. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy doing it. Yeah. But sometimes like I get carried away. And I'm like, let's make it crazy. And they're like, girl, like, I gotta be on camera. <laughs> and you're like, I'm gonna be photographed. Girl. Right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. I want people to remember this. Yeah. <laughs> I just think you would soar in that in that realm too. Mm-hmm. If you ever thought about either styling or making your own line or anything Should like that. Should we dress that? you up right now? Oh, like? love. Let's do it. <laughs> Star doll edition. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about. Whether it's the snow-capped mountains, white sand beaches, a best friend's wedding, or even a hometown visit, we all have one. My happy place, personally, is my second home, which is in Hawaii. And everybody knows, because that's where I've been living, and I live there, and in California, and I love Hawaii, and I love traveling there. So, wherever your happy place is... Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to $625 when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Maybelline New York. Get ready to spice up your makeup routine, and I mean that literally. Maybelline has a new Lift Plumping Gloss, Lifter Plump, that is so great. You need to get it like yesterday. Fair warning though, it brings some intense heat. It's formulated with chili peppers and maxi lip to help bring you an instant plumping effect that lasts. And if that's not enough to convince you, it also gives you the perfect glossy look. One swipe and your lips will be transformed. Try it today. It's available in eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more. Learn more at Maybelline.com or head over to Amazon.com and buy it there. You can use the code 10PLUMP to get 10% off. Again, to get 10% off, use the code 10PLUMP only on Amazon. What I love too is like people like yourself, I think would be so impactful in the industry too. Someone who's just got a completely different brain outside mm-hmm. of it. I love that. I'm obsessed Thank with you. it. Cause even like, as I like start going into styling more, like I have stylists now and even now it's like, it's harder for myself as like a bigger girl. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm tall and I'm thick. Yeah. So just getting styled in general is a nightmare. Yeah. But even when I, especially when I want to serve, I want to serve, I want to do something crazy. I want to mm-hmm. do something awesome. And it's harder for me. Cause I'm like a bigger girl. Wait, absolutely. So that's why I feel like someone like yourself with your brain, the way it works. I, I would love. To. I would love oh my that. God, yeah. Like also, especially like especially <laughs> things like Fashion Week. Like, yeah, there is not really attention to like body diversity and things like that. Oh like, yeah, they, girl. They, they hate <laughs> You're telling it. me. Yeah. <laughs> and me and Griffin were talking about it offline. Like Fashion Week is not 
nearly as fun as you may think it is. Oh my god. Is. No, I again when I tell you <laughs> And I was, Griffin's been to way more than I have. I've only been to like one and a half. When I tell you I was ill afterwards, I was in bed for like a week. I everyone was like, How was Fast Week? I'm like, It was it was good. Yeah, like, it was good. I, from uh, what I remember it was great. Right. <laughs> like the flash before my eyes a few times. Yeah, you know? it's literally no sleeping and mm. everyone is running off literally nothing but caffeine. Yeah, well, also, and it's, like, and the, the shows, like, people love to do their shows in, like, stupid places because it's all about, like, you know, it's all about the pageantry of it all. Yeah. I, I literally, I had a video of this, like, it was me, like, riding my bike to Rockefeller, like, riding a city bike <laughs> to Rockefeller Center because I'm, like, I'm not taking, like, a $40 Uber Black. What do you mean? Like, I, uh-uh. If I did they're that in the to most random places. Like, I, I, if I did that to every show, I'd be, like, I'm not making money from these events. So, like, yeah. what now? <laughs> Literally, there's no money involved, like, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all. Unless someone gets paid to do a brand deal with a specific designer, like, there is no money. You're mm-hmm. just going and spending money. And that being said, like, I, I mean, I go to the shows that I like. Like, I go yeah. and I watch, like, because the, I love the artistry of it all. Yeah. And it's good because I don't get invited to the boring shows. So it's like, I only go to the crazy <laughs> ones, which I love. Yeah, but um, even the scene itself oh, is it's very influencer y. Yeah. It is. It's very, very much so that. That was my first, when you and I saw each other, we saw each other at the TikTok yeah, 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 yeah. Week event. And when we talked about it, I was telling you, I'm like, I, this is my first ever fashion week, like full fashion week. Mm-hmm. I have never been surrounded by so many people that are like, uh, the the textbook definition of what you would hate as an influencer. Everyone is like like pushing in front of each other, but in front of the camera. Yeah. Like, Girl, they're not gonna put that anywhere. And that like, is yeah. not a joke. Like Mm-mm. that is so real. They yeah. are they're mean and they're rude, mm-hmm. and everyone is in a bad mood. Yeah, probably because nobody slept or in eaten a in days. Bad mood, and it's also <laughs> everyone is like trying to prove something. It's true. It's so mm-hmm. true. And I was I did not expect that when I no. went. I did not expect that at all. That's like, like, half oh. the time I was like the night would end. And people are like you want to this after party. I'm like no. I'm gonna go either to bed or I'm gonna go to like a rave where I know nobody. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the dirtiest, stinkiest warehouse. <laughs> Like, drip down whatever I was wearing that day and just shades <laughs> on and ignore you all. <laughs> Speaking of, I <laughs> saw that you were Stefan for oh my God, yes. Halloween. Like, a long time in the making. I've been waiting to do that costume for so long. Stefan is so you coded. The yeah. character itself is yeah. so you coded. <laughs> <laughs> Knows all about the nightlife Dude, and weird. Hottest club. Is, uh, yeah. yeah um, so and you. weird. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I kind of got my ass. Right? Um, <laughs> Yeah, wait, I, I, I only did one Halloween costume this year because six days in a row, like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, that's, I, that's a lot of money. Yo, like, those, I'm tired. No, I'm not that creative. Like, I'm, you know, I'm yeah. good at what I do, but not that good. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's beating the hell out of you after that. I, I DJed at, like, Boom Boom Room mm-hmm. for Halloween night, which is, like, I don't know. They do, like, the Met Gala after parties there. It's, like, New York's hottest club, which, yeah. like, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I was, like, I should be <laughs> Stefan. Like, this is the night to do it. Yeah. Um. I had people be like, I didn't even see you DJing because of the wig. Because they didn't know it was me. <laughs> they were like, you were there. They were even like, there. this bitch with the bayang and the Ed Hardy? I'm like, yeah, girl. <laughs> that, you were in a wig. You yeah. were wigged. Girl. Yeah, I mean, like, shake and go. But you, still. <laughs> right. You shook and you went. I shook. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shook and you went. Oh. Okay, so speaking of mm-hmm. uh, dressing, we're talking about our topic today is navigating gender expression yeah. online as a creator, as a person, whatever it may be. So for those of you who don't know, what we do here on the comment section is we bring videos that I was tagged in that are applicable to our topic today. Mm-hmm. And then we'll laugh, make fun of it, kiki, whatever, Yeah, whatever it requires. So for this first video, uh, in this video, a person is explaining a very basic breakdown of how adjusting your language to use they, them pronouns mm-hmm. really isn't that complicated. They say how you can just address one person the same way you would address a group of people yeah. and that they, them pronouns have actually been used to address individuals dating back to Shakespearean times, mm-hmm. which we all know. And for some reason, people resist. Mm. And so obviously Griffin is non-binary so griffin goes by they them believe me or not as someone who has multiple non-binary friends it's not nearly as hard as people try to make it seem they act like it's the most impossible task yeah and it's like well if you just talk to them like normal humans it's pretty easy it's like you out of breath from trying to pick another pronoun (laughs) also because i uh, the people who are complaining about it i'm like i can't imagine you have to use it very often I'm telling like I'm telling like, you how many how many non-binary people are you around on day-to-day <laughs> yeah. basis? Who are like, you interacting with right. that's non-binary on a regular basis? Right. But also even when you talk to your cis friends, you don't gender them all the time while you're talking. Mm-hmm. It's not very na- like that's also, not natural anyways. Like, I always think of it like like 
people use the comparison of like if somebody's absent you don't know their gender then like people default to they'll be like oh someone lost their jacket i'm like oh what was that yeah. oh so you do know how to do <laughs> yeah, it yeah when Good. they say that you're like Good. i'm not doing those pronouns <laughs> do you do that every time or right. it seems like it's such a impossible task for someone who i think is going out of their way to be bigoted exactly so of course it's going to be hard for you right because you're trying to harm people literally like you're literally trying to hurt people mm -hmm. like so yeah i mean it's probably gonna be harder for you i mean i love the fantasy of it. i like when people can't figure out what to call me you know and they're like she the, and i'm like uh-huh keep going try another one make up a new one if you want like i you know because at the end of the day like i don't know i i think i see people who are so like so bent on like offending you because they don't like they don't believe in you basically they yeah. don't like they don't like believe. the existence of you right yeah where it's just like you know what like if you're that hell bent on like not acknowledging me as a person just don't acknowledge like no pronouns do not refer to me ever <laughs> yeah because like what forget the, about yeah. me actually right I, yeah for, like erase your mind walk away close your eyes yeah um because at the end of the day like it's it's not like a hard request and i think that the people who are like really? so hell bent on like disobeying it are just looking to offend you, you know? Truly. That's why um, they're they're trying, like actively trying right. to like resist being inclusive, which I'm always like inclusivity costs you nothing. Like nothing. Nothing mm -hmm. at all. Um and like you said, just don't address me at all then if it's really that part of a task. Like it's okay. You don't have to talk about me yeah. literally ever. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You can do that. That's yeah. totally fine. <laughs> like and honestly non binary people, even in my experience with having non binary friends, like they're so patient and like kind like they are not like jumping down your throat if you misgender them or anything no. like they shouldn't have to be that way but right. they are which is so sweet it I just think, makes me feel even yeah. worse that people are so awful for no reason mm -hmm. like on purpose i think also just like the world is very gendered you know it's yeah. like the western world is like i don't know they love gender here it's like <laughs> here in italy it's like their favorite thing yeah. um um but like I think because of that and because, like, of how, like, overexposed we are to, like, the norms associated with, like, gender and, like, mm -hmm. how we associate gender with, like, sex and just, like, yeah. familial existence and, like, yada, yada, yada. I could go on and on about, like, yeah. the, the American dream and all that BS. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, totally. like, I, I think, like, because of that, like, mm -hmm. I, like, understand that even for people who are, like, very loving and caring and, like, want to be like respectful that like yeah. everyone's gonna mess up not yeah. only are people gonna mess up like you are trained to mess up like yeah. they don't want like people to defy these boundaries that they've set up for them they yeah. want to be able to categorize people Absolutely. so like when people like i don't know i think said like i get nervous correcting pronouns from people like I, I don't know why i just i feel like i'm like i feel like i'm gonna say it people are gonna be like oh like whatever you're gonna dye your hair blue and i'm like maybe like, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know check in with me in a week right you never Who knows? know um but even that, like, I don't know, like, that's why, like, it never really bothers me when people get it wrong. Because also, like, like 99% of the time if I correct somebody, they're going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's not that deep. Like, you're fine. Just, yeah. you know, now you know. Yeah. So we adjust. Yeah. I mean, when people, you know, second or third time, I'm like, okay. like how That's many on purpose. Yeah. We're going to yeah. it in, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, it's just like, like, I think if you're willing to take the time to just, like, hear somebody out like that's all i kind of need just yeah. want you know like try. The motivation try because yeah. it's not the thing is when you try you quickly realize it's not that hard it, it really right. isn't as yeah. as someone who has not not only has non-binary friends and and trans friends in general mm -hmm. but also has talked to them for extensive periods of time yeah it's really not that no. hard like it's it that to make it seem like it's such a chore mm -hmm. is truly just like you just don't want to do it yeah because Absolutely. you're a bad person yeah. so I there think people like the media has painted like, like oh well, they painted trans people as like aggressors. I think truly in a way that like I don't know it roots from like trying to like masculinize trans women and I think it's like fucked up for all sorts of reasons. Yeah, but like I think people and like the conservative like alt right of it all like have this perception that if you misgender a trans person, they're gonna like beat you up and i'm That's like girl like if somebody misgenders me like the first thing that happens is i correct them yeah and the second thing that happens is i leave like i'm like i'm yeah. bored like i have better things to do than to be referred to something that i'm not well and also like you think that all like you just think trans people are looking for cis people yeah. to attack like yeah. they don't hang out with they want you to leave them <laughs> like, alone like they don't want you, you, you can't to... come into the club yeah. you're not kind enough it... and you're not trans enough <laughs> It's like they don't want to be your friend. They mm -hmm. want you to leave them alone. Right. Like it's it's truly it's it's all a smokescreen. Like the same thing I've talked about. I even talked about it recently with someone where I was talking about how 
um, the war on drag that happened like all this year and last year um, was literally, well, obviously they're attacking just queer people in general, but um, it's a smokescreen for trans people. Like they're of trying course. to attack trans people yeah. all, all the time, every time. And it's exhausting and stupid and I hate it. And so I feel like that, that rhetoric of like them just like trans people are just waiting to like attack you yeah. for something it's just so not true they want you to leave them the fuck alone yeah. like that's it like just leave me alone and i'll leave you alone exactly deal like let's just like at the end of the day like i don't know i don't <laughs> surround myself with people who don't exactly you know who don't exactly. get it like if you don't get it i'm avoiding you yeah, exactly. like, like i don't want to spend time with you I, i'm not looking to like you know meet halfway yeah. like, if, if, you're, if yeah. you're not down with the shit like if you're not here to like respect my identity like that's okay go somewhere else yeah, exactly like, they're gonna love you in like milwaukee or whatever <laughs> And it's like it's in the same kind of neighborhood where sometimes people will ask me like, oh, is this how you treat men and, you know, that you hang out with or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't hang out with misogynist girl. Literally. Like mm -hmm. I, when I meet a man I fucking hate, he knows I hate him and I never see him again. Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how it works for me. So, yeah. like, I don't hang out with them. just the same way. I don't hang out with homophobes. I don't hang out with racists. Well, it's also just like, like, <laughs> I feel like people like that don't understand that, like, like there is like an incompatibility that exists in, yeah. like, being around those people. And it's far beyond your identity. Yeah. We have nothing in common. Like, what you know like, what like, are you going to talk about? Like, Lady God, they don't know who that is. Like, yeah. I. <laughs> Like, what are we going to key about? Right. We had nothing to talk about. That's why I'm like, it goes far beyond just morals. Yeah. It's also just interests. Like, we don't share any. No. We no. have zero. Like, we have nothing in I'm common. never going to bump into you. Like, we don't frequent the <laughs> yeah. same places. Yeah, we don't I haven't shop. been to a Bass Pro Shops unless I was filming a video making fun of Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> me. Literally me. Yeah. I was also like, I'm never going to run into you. We're never going to see each other. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, we have nothing in common far beyond them being a bigot. Like, we have nothing in common. So this comment says, as if life isn't stressful enough. Now, these people. Oh, my God. These well, you're people. stressing yourself out. Right. I don't, I don't sit around stressing about what non-binary people are up to. <laughs> I have a job. Yeah. I, have, I, have I own businesses. Yeah. Exactly. No, club, yeah. club, another exactly. club. That's your whole life. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't tell people. <laughs> Do I look good at the bags under my eyes? Yeah, yes. I, you couldn't even tell. Oh my God. Couldn't even tell. Mm, <laughs> um, yeah, wait, uh, like, oh, now these people, like, this is the issue confronting the world. Like, do you, do you like, are, I don't get it. Like, do you, like, feel like you walk into Stop and Shop and someone, like, spanks a pronoun pin on your forehead? <laughs> yeah. Like, when is this happening What are your you? pronouns? <laughs> That's why. Show me your pronouns. Yes. Like, what? <laughs> Hand over the pronoun. <laughs> Put it in the bag. Immediately. <laughs> right. It's the same um, as when people started putting them on, like, their Zooms or their emails mm -hmm. or their, even their social media profiles. They're like, uh. Yeah. Another one of these. It's also, I feel like, because it, it, it upsets people to, like, have to acknowledge that queer people exist, you know? Like, that's why it was given, like, pronouns in bio and pronoun in your Zoom name, and it was like, oh, my God, they're everywhere. And I'm like, they've <laughs> been here the whole time. Longer than you, probably. Longer than, you, longer than any of us. Truly. Queer people have been around forever. The queer Truly. people have always existed. You're just mad because you liked the fantasy that you had that everyone, yeah. like, lived within the same sad confine that you feel restricted to. Period. And that's a word. And you know what? I've talked about this. It, it's so funny, too, because I kicked a very different hornet's nest than I typically do mm -hmm. on TikTok um, a few months back because I was addressing this one guy who was saying, like, he had made some fuck-ass video about, like, oh, take her out of her masculine era, put her in her feminine era, which is Ooh. bullshit. And so I talked about in the video, like, this is one of the few times people on the internet like get to hear me not be like suck my wiener and eh. yeah <laughs> right i'm like actually trying to like educate you to some extent yeah and i'm like i think this is garbage for multiple reasons one of them being it's just a smoke screen um it's a facade it's it's misogyny veiled right mm -hmm. but i was like but more importantly like a lot of them uh, even some women were really well you don't agree with men you know women who want to be taken care of i'm like that's not what i said mm. i said that this argument is hidden underneath this like veil of like oh i just want to take care of you yeah and i was like but the masculine feminine era like energy thing you cannot gender energy because it's not tangible or real right and on top of that gender is not real right and that when i said that Ooh, the spiritual girls were up my fucking oh. ass, bitch. They were so mad at me. Mm -hmm. And they were like, that's not true. Like, masculine energy and eras are real, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, gender's not real. And if you do mm. any sort of 
historical research at all, mm-hmm. you would find that out too because gender is a man-made construct really? and it's a byproduct of colonization and white yeah. supremacy. Absolutely. And I was like, my own culture had no genders. They We had multiple yeah. genders actually prior to being colonized. Mm-hmm. Now it's a gender binary, but that's because of colonization. Right. Absolutely. And I was like, that's how most cultures were like yeah. before colonization. So when people operate within like within neither gender binary that has been around long 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 before way before like the binary became like the popular metric way way Mm -hmm. way before that's why i was like that has been around longer than you could even believe if Mm -hmm. i'm being honest so like the fact that now in modern times people are having a discussion about non-binary people doesn't make it new no. I was like, just because you just found out yesterday doesn't mean that they appeared yesterday. Yeah. I always find it interesting, too, when, like, um, like post-colonial spiritualism, like, starts to, like, Ooh. overwrite, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, where these practices come from and, like, oh, the yeah. communities which they come from. Because it's, like, if you're then taking, like, like modern, like, white supremacist ideas and, like, like, like rewriting the save file and like putting it over like <laughs> what you think you're practicing like you're not only doing a disservice like to yourself but yeah. to like history right like, truly culture and history yeah like the spiritual practice that you're colonizing or taking mm-hmm. you're like you said rewriting it yeah and that's why i was saying it's it's crazy to me because there are people in my own culture too that do not operate within either right it's very i think they're called two-spirit too mm-hmm. in native indigenous cultures and so in Native American culture. So it's very common. It's happened yeah. for centuries, like literally yeah. centuries. Wait, there like every single like like community, like culture in existence has had like like Something not only like, like like non-binary people, but like trans people. Yeah. And they exist yeah. in like different capacities in like, I don't know. I like wrote this paper about like the travesties in like Brazil and yeah. there's like the Hedras. Like there's, there are like, like different like subsets of like transness whether it's like non-binary yep. like trans feminine trans masculine yeah um or like even like people who can refer to themselves as like cross dressers like there's like yeah. a whole series like it, it exists everywhere mm-hmm. in every culture it's so pervasive yeah. so to stand up and be like this is like like the like liberal agenda in 2023 i'm like did you like <laughs> did you crawl out of the bubble yesterday that's what I said. did like, you just just were you born literally yesterday yeah. like that's why i'm saying here you guys are loud and wrong as mm-hmm. always, loud and wrong. Yeah. You guys are, are so uneducated about things that you know nothing about. And that's why even when I talked about that, uh, I was uh, some people were like, oh, girl, you are actually kind of smart. I'm all saying, because you guys want me to tell men to suck my wiener all day, which yeah. I will. Which, but that does not <laughs> mean said, right? that I don't, I don't know a little something, something about right. some stuff. But yeah. it's truly, it's so exhausting to me having to have that conversation because I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like you genuinely don't know what you're talking and you don't want to have that conversation with me. I, it's an interesting internet phenomenon that people think if you're funny, then you have to be kind of stupid. You yeah. Know? I also think it's like, it's like a consequence of like the parasocial relationship where they're kind of laughing at you. And I'm Truly. like, you can laugh at and with me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm funny. Like I wear funny things and I say funny things, but also I have a brain girl. Like, me, I, you know, me, yeah. literally me. And sometimes every time I, I'm not solely making fun of men, and I start, I start kind of talking my shit a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, you are kind of smart." Well, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Most most funny people are. I hate that. I hate <laughs> when they have to realize it. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, you are smart." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> like I, you didn't know that before." You can, like, oh. you can also just like, "Why am I dumb until proven smart?" Like, why? <laughs> this stupid bitch is actually kind of smart, right? This I'm funny like, stupid yeah. bitch is actually kind of smart. <laughs> This dumb bitch has a brain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <I do. laughs> okay, work brain. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. We're all guilty of spacing out from time to time, and Rockstar totally gets that, which is why they've released the all-new Rockstar Focus, made with lion's mane and 200 milligrams of caffeine for an energy and mental boost. Plus, it's available in three delicious zero-sugar flavors, my favorite being the white peach, babe. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. Ready for a spring break to remember? Amtrak's got just a ticket for you and your crew. With share fares, you and your friends can save up to 60%. The more who travel, the more you save. Skip the hassle of driving through the Northeast while exploring D.C., Philly, New York, and Boston. No middle seats and plenty of legroom are just an Amtrak away. And with stops right in the heart of your favorite cities, you'll arrive downtown, not out of town. Savings start with three travelers. Eight travelers required for 60% discount. Visit Amtrak.com slash sharefares to book. Restrictions may apply.
Okay, I'll go on to this next video. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in this video, a person is sitting in their car eating a sandwich, looking into the camera with the caption, I'm genuinely so confused. How do pronouns not relate to pronouns? Like you would identify as a female, but use he, him pronouns. I'm so confused. Do they just like the sound of the word better? Well, see, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, you they were almost there yeah like they're saying you'd identify as a female but use he okay so identity you're right gender identity mm. is true mm-hmm. not everyone identifies as the gender they were assigned at birth of course so there you go so you're you're like you're right there you're yeah. like almost there like, a, like an inch away yeah. but it also it just because this discourse happens like inside and outside the queer community because i think mm. people who um like are like gender essentialists like not in the queer community and see yeah. like Someone who was assigned one thing at birth and identifies as somebody else is like, you can't be that. You're a man. You're a woman. And it's yeah. like, okay, you don't know what's going on here. Yeah. And then within the queer community, people are like, well, if you're like a lesbian, you can't go by they them pronouns or like all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah. at the end of the day, these are all made up words to describe made up things. <laughs> True. So, like, if I'm, if I want you to be like, I'm it, it's, and my name is Sparkle Puss. You have to deal with that. <laughs> Okay. Because yeah, at the end of the day, it is that's all, what I said. It's make believe. And is. like, if I want you to call me something, that's what you should call me. And if I don't want you to call me, you know, like little baby bitch girl, then don't call me that. <laughs> yeah, Maybe yeah. if you want, but yeah. I just, but only right, only if I say so. No, <laughs> yeah. I, like that's the thing is, people are so hung up on like words and language personifying people how they perceive them. Yeah, and th- I think I don't know when you like when you're sheltered and you're mm-hmm. only exposed to like like an echo chamber of like Fox News and your own thoughts. Like it makes <laughs> yeah. sense that the minute that you, you turn see out that somebody, way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also like, like don't be so afraid of something that you don't understand. Truly. Um, And also like, I think it takes just like a really basic sense of compassion to meet somebody, have them tell you like, I would like to be called this and referred to by this and then do it. Like that yeah. seems like a, like, an, I don't know. I feel like it takes more energy to defy that. Yeah. You know? It's You're more so, work. It's harder. It's harder. It's yeah. so hell bent on like, reinforcing these norms that were like hammered into your head over time but then you like you leave your bubble you see like culture that like is not the same as your own and you freak out you said too when you leave your bubble it's like such a it's such a silly and ignorant thing to believe that everything that you've known in your tight circle is how the world is like what's the difference between that and when like fucking pilgrims thought that the world was flat you know what i'm saying like they didn't know any better they're like oh you'll just fall off the edge that's literally you girl like you're mm-hmm. living in a bubble that's like telling you one thing but you have literally no idea Christopher Columbus showed up to a world that he didn't discover and called the india and it's, <laughs> yeah. like, he was just, like 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 nah you guys are indians uh, like and they still call them that like some people still call native american people that to this day like legislation like <laughs> like like u.s legislation like like <laughs> that uses the word Indian. I'm like, literally, what does it have to do with India? But like, <laughs> Nothing I, at all. My point is like, like you leave your bubble and you just throw like your perspective of like what's happening. Like, yeah, and label it. And, like you're almost always wrong. Like, <laughs> it's, like it's, it really never works out. No, just listen to people. <laughs> yeah. Let people tell, like they've lived lives. Truly. Like, a life different from yours. Yeah. yeah. Life probably better than you. Yeah. Most likely. <laughs> right. Nine times out of more ten it filling, is. More filling, more enriching. Truly. More, diverse, cetera, more fun. Right. More loving. More slay. <laughs> more, more slay, right. more cunt. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like even, like you said, it's, if I tell you, like, it's the same, If you, even if you were to simplify it down to something like names, I changed my name. Like, if you were to legally change your name, mm-hmm. like, if I changed my name to, like, dickhead. Period. That's my name now. You okay. have to call me okay, that. That's li- okay. Okay, work, dickhead. That's <laughs> but- my that's my literal name now. You have to call it to me. I I legally changed it. Mm. So like, who the fuck are you to tell me that's not it? Yeah. Why? Well, because I don't think so. Well, you're not me. And then it's just we're again we're going in this circle. And like you said, it's all made up. Like yeah. none of it is real. No, none of it's real. Literally none of it's real. Yeah. Just like gender is not real. It's just it's so. It's so silly, I feel like, to, like, be, what are you just, you're up all night worrying Like, twiddling your fingers, like, to get about, like, oh, my God, the they, them, they're, they're coming for our kids. Like, okay, girl. Like, There's people, most, and let me tell you something, most they, thems hate kids. I famously do. <laughs> like, they do. My mother is, like, a, a, like a public school teacher. She hates them just as much as me. I, like, okay, I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> she's very good at her job. She loves the kids. I, like, I, I can't be around, like, children, for example. Listen. Like, one kid, sure, like, I could, like, babysit. Yeah. You know, maybe if I liked the kid. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Can be <laughs> like, conditional, Ooh. though. Also, like, 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 I don't know. Whenever I whenever I go to like I go, sorry, I club a lot. I'm a rave yeah. girl. You know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you go to like concerts that are like 18 plus. And I'm like, 
what's going on. Like the eighteen and they yeah. they're little. They're kids. They are they're babies. Kids. No shade. Like love you all. Yeah. Like <laughs> babies. Like I fetuses. Like I don't want to be around children. Everyone's like you're coming after the children. I'm like I'm actually running away from your children. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm like most most people. Like even with drag queens, mm-hmm. I have so many drag queen friends. They hate kids. They don't give a fuck oh about God, your kids. No. They don't like, care. Also, like, because, like, the kids that these people are trying to protect from me yeah. are, like, already indoctrinated by those people. And I'm like, your kid hates me. Like, yeah, you're, I'm, be near, I'm worried. I'm scared. Like, your scared. kid's going to say a slur. Yeah, like, you I'm scared of your him. kid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared of your kid. Mm. That's always, like, most, most people that they demonize and personify as, like, mm-hmm. oh, they're, they're, they're coming after kids or whatever. They hate kids. They don't want to be anywhere mm-hmm. near them. Any show that they do, they don't want kids there. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very famously and widely known, so it's a fallacy. Like, like especially with like drag, like mm-hmm. drag isn't like inherently sexual, but like the no. state of being queer, thanks to like the U.S. of A, like is sort of like sexualized because of the way people see it. So like at the end of the day, it's like if my liberation and mm-hmm. like my like freedom of expression is something that you feel needs to be policed, then like at, at the very least, just get your kids away from me. Like Truly. at the very least, just let me do my thing. Yeah, and, like, like you know, we'll oh. we'll undo. And like rework like why you think like being yeah. queer is inherently sexual, which is like a flawed Tea. mindset. Tea. Um, I'm like that says more about you, right. Than it does about queer people. Absolutely. When when you sexualize them immediately, it's the same thing with trans women or mm-hmm. men. When you sexualize them immediately, that's a you problem. Absolutely. That's a you problem, babe. That's not a that's not a them problem. A they them problem. So do they them. Yeah, that's not their problem. That's yours. Mm-hmm. That's I was like. That's a personal thing. You unpack that privately. Yeah. With your therapist, hopefully, mm-hmm. or your priest. I don't know what you do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you unpack that. I mean, take it wherever Just you go. Tell somebody. Jeez. Yeah. Tell someone. Tell 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 a, tr- bed, like. tell a trusted friend. Journal about it, girl. Journal about it. <laughs> okay, this uh, comment. This one says, they're bored and realize their logic has no value, so they just destroy all the rules. Ah, see, the use of they, them inadvertently is really funny. <laughs> they're mean, bored. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I am they bored. Are. <laughs> At least they gendered correctly. Right. At that point. God. Okay, period. But definitely accidentally, but here we <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah. Definitely referring to, like, all of us, but I'm like, you never know. You, right. Like, you ever, like, you refer to, like, a, like three non-binary people, and it's like, you're referring to you, 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 these two, these two, these two are all three. <laughs> yeah, you never yeah. know. <laughs> well, that's why, like, some of my friends are non-binary lesbians, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, you see how, you see how like, that works? I was when you were, like, the point, you're like, no, like, slay. I'm like, like slay. <laughs> like, that's why you tell me that, yeah. and I go, okay. Yeah. And the end. Like, Again, I, made up words to describe, yeah. like, made up things. Like, cool. I, like, like, yeah, you can be whatever you want to be, period. Work. Like, like I well, they, They're that. like, I identify as a non-binary, les- but non-binary lesbian, mm. and I'm like, work, bitch. Yeah, we, we love it. Do what you want. Because also, I think, yeah, I don't know, the, like, back and forth about, like, what labels you're allowed to use and what are not. Mm-hmm. To me, like, I don't know, I hate when it, like, festers in, like, an echo chamber of, like, the queer community, too, because mm. then it's just, like, this is just infighting. Like, we've got bigger problems, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, like, um, we're splitting hairs at this point. Right, and yeah. also, like, just, I don't know, at the end of the day, like, let people identify how they want. Yeah. Um, And I think labels can be a really useful because it's yeah. how people built community yeah, like we absolutely. wouldn't have community without labels because it's how we find each other yeah but then like when you get down to like the mm, like you can't be these three things and these two things i'm like I, have you tried being normal have you tried just like <laughs> just like letting people live and yeah if, and if somebody if the way someone identifies like really gets in the way like aforementioned just look the other way just yeah there get you out go. of our way like there we don't go. need you here it's- i personally don't give a fuck because it doesn't hurt me as long as everyone's happy and no one's bigoted mm-hmm works for me absolutely that's that's all that really that's really required yeah. to be my friend also the debate about like non-binary <laughs> lesbians like at, at the end of the day like if the gender binary is made up then you, you could be anything in a lesbian like i, I don't know i like tanya i won't get into like the minutiae of it all but at the end of the day like <laughs> yeah like people are like you have to be a woman to be a lesbian i'm like well well yes but also like like I don't know. Womanhood and manhood are already very fragile concepts to True. begin with. True. So like built maybe, on a very shaky foundation. Right. So like mm-hmm. maybe let's not like like stick to like reinforcing those norms. Yeah, that's kind of. You know? I feel like I feel like even in moments like that, and I can obviously only speak to like my own uh, like cis heteronormativity, mm-hmm. but it's like I think in moments like that, that's where you really start to unpack your own um, things that you haven't really let go of yet, right. like internalized biases. We all have them and we're all actively unpacking them as we get older and evolve and, and want to be more inclusive and better. So I feel like even then you, when you feel those start to flare up, I feel like sometimes it's just like, sometimes I think it's a defense mechanism. It's a pride thing. Like you just feel really proud. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are all things that are not inherently bad, but it's more so when it starts to harm others where it's yeah. like, that's where you're like, oh, okay, maybe I should unpack why I feel the need to like, 
you know, mm-hmm. really get up in arms about it. But for me, I'm just like, as long as you're cool and I'm cool, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> like, I think if you're great, I'm, whatever, whoever you like and however you identify, I, just, I love work, love. Bitch. Like, I love to love. I love to be happy. I love right? to be silly. I love to be silly. I'm, as long as you're not a cis straight man being <laughs> awful, then you're not my op. There you go. <laughs> All of them are my offs. Mm-hmm. So those are the only people I'm hunting. That's for sure. <laughs> this, okay. This last comment says they just want to be cool and different. Mm. Well, I think. I on, am cool and different. Uh, I was. Okay. They, I was, they, <laughs> they are. The they in question. <laughs> I, you know what I will say? All of my friends who are a part of the LGBTQIA plus community mm-hmm. are the coolest bitches I've ever met in my entire life. I wish, I wish to God I could have been an ounce of as cool as someone like Griffin or even someone like ER5 Master who's non-binary or Hina who's non-binary. Mm. It, those bitches are so cool. I'm jealous. <laughs> they are cool and they are different hey, and I wish cool. I had Don't that. Don't yourself short. You're very cool. <laughs> we. We are cool. We. And then the, someone the else outside of us. We us. Yeah. <laughs> it's a collective. <laughs> We're one big like amorphous brain exactly yeah. <laughs> but i'm I, i'm like they are cool inherently they always are they're much cooler than any cishet person i personally know including myself so that's why i'm like that that's tea honestly because it's true well it's also just like people you want you just want to be different i'm like no no no. i am different literally you're mad like, <laughs> and you're mad right and you're upset like, about sorry, it sorry sorry you can't be me well and also you are you have felt different your whole life why do you think the gender binary doesn't work like uh, also, you know like saying? if i feel different then like i have the choice to either like be different or to desperately try and to change myself in order to not be perceived as different period um which like any queer person who's like been through that which is like mm-hmm. most queer people and mm-hmm. like still to this day like there are moments where like i feel like i need to do that yeah it's a terrible feeling you Absolutely. know um it's not even like i don't know i shouldn't describe it as like an ouchie you know yeah. it's like it's like an invalidating feeling that's so so contrary to like your own existence that it's like yeah. entirely dissociated. It's like um, suffocating. Yeah. Well, it's like it's this argument that like when we talk about like trans people and like expression, mm-hmm. like the oh like like uh, sometimes like I feel like people like have to be like stealth or they have to be like not like like visibly queer in order yeah. to like, conserve their space or yeah. conserve their safety. Yeah. And people don't understand like just how harming that is. Yeah. That it's not like in like a oh like this thing's I couldn't wear the outfit I wanted to wear. It is yeah. like a you look in the mirror and you see something that isn't you. Yeah. Um and it's horrible. Yeah. It's just like and I think to myself like a lot of times even so like even and probably even you like i feel like in my experience talking to all my friends who are part of the community and like their journeys of coming out whatever that looked like mm-hmm. um it was like for a long time it, they had to go through that yeah you had to conform for so long until you get to a point where you're like it's literally me i have to choose me at some yeah. point i have to choose me well, otherwise I, I don't know what i'm gonna it becomes do. i mean like like statistically it's life or death for yes a lot of people, absolutely you know? um and i think the people that are able to navigate it like uh, like we can tell you that like it, it is still like it's like a gut-wrenching experience yeah. to, like be someone that you're not you know and it's just that's the kind of shit where i'm like i cannot believe that people want to turn that into something awful yeah. like that kind of experience that i could never imagine feeling every single day mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then when i do hear about it and it, it kills me to hear about it i think like evil people in the world being like uh i hate that like yeah. you're so evil bro like, like bitter like, truly and yeah. unhappy like mm-hmm. there's just no thinking about that and thinking about people having to like stifle who they really are or how they want to express mm-hmm. themselves because of fear of retaliation like yeah. that that's horrible dude yeah, it sucks I and, mean, it's, and it's a reality for so many people too yeah. because especially for like i don't know like people who are trans in like a very visible way or if you're like mm-hmm. are trans and you're like still along like you know the way in your transition to a point where like like if you're mm-hmm. you know, whether or not you pass is like a whole like conversation to have like yeah. that, that has nuance and like kind of varies from like where you are and who you're around but like yeah. it is like I don't know it's life or death for people in like a lot of ways you yeah. know at the end of the day it's just like like there's just no justification to like not being okay with like somebody's like very existence the way they want to express Truly. themselves literally yeah. and it makes me irate it makes me angry which is why I keep I've fought so many transphobes. Oh, girl, I have fucked them up. Wait, and they're I'll my con- favorite people to fight. You know? <laughs> you I love I love to tussle with a turf. Like, I, let's go, girl. <laughs> oh, the turfs. Oh, <laughs> I beef with the turfs all the time. I I had one 
there was one girl and I don't remember her name and I never fucking will because fuck her. But like, and that's like, and I don't say that lightly because mm. it was someone who was harassing Dylan for a very mm. long time. But she, oh, I know you're talking yeah, about the girl but, who was dressing up. Her, yeah, 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 but yeah. part oh. of the part of the reason why I was so fucking angry when I saw that girl was literally because she was tagging me and being like, well, people were tagging me in her video, but then she was saying like, oh, Drew would support me because she supports women. First of all, shut the fuck up. No. Second second of all, if you don't support all women, you don't support, support me, women. and I sure yeah. as fuck don't support you. Absolutely. And so I was like, that's not intersectional feminism. Because she, she kept saying, oh, she's a feminist. She's a fe I'm an intersectional feminist, yeah. bitch. That that includes trans women, like, you Absolutely. fucking turf. And I remember I literally tweeted her, I said, you're a fucking turf, and don't ever talk about me again like we're friends because we're not. And I, I ate her up It publicly. is crazy, too, when, like, like, Turfs will like incite like who they perceive to be their feminist icons. Girl, and it's just like I you... said, pick another one. Yeah, girl, find someone else. <laughs> pick another one. Be Harry Potter for Halloween. <laughs> like, the rest of them. Yeah, like, there's actually a really famous one you can pick. No, to love you. Like <laughs> it's just it's crazy. That's why I was like, pick another one, bitch, because yeah. you're uh, you sure as hell are not picking me. I... It's also just like it's like mm -mm. like if you think you're a feminist and like being transphobic at all just goes. I mean, not only does it hurt. Trans women hurt cis women too all the time. Hello, like you turn around. And, Hello, I don't know, there is this like desire to. I don't know. So my friend said this to me when I was I, in college, like um, my junior year specifically, and then my senior. Year, I did a lot of activism for trans eligibility in sports because I was yeah. I was dabbing at Princeton. Leah Thomas was swimming at UPenn, mm. and it was like the talk of the fucking town. Yeah. Um, and like the 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 argument always devolves into like like this there's like this biological unfairness you know like yeah. like trans women are like bigger and strong i'm like okay well, hold on uh, okay it always devolves into like turfs will get online or just like get on their soapbox especially mm -hmm. in like the world of sports and like in the name of feminism be like women are weaker and i'm like yeah. this is crazy <laughs> like what are you saying yeah that's like so adverse to the movement it's mm. not even funny and it's like you know i could go on and on about like biological diversity and like why like don't even get me started yeah like i don't even i could write a dissertation on like the <laughs> you know biological centralism and like why we don't need to like fixate on like whatever my the biggest thing is just like like if you don't see like i don't know if you consider yourself a feminist and you don't see trans women as women like you can't be a feminist you're like, not that's, yeah you aren't a feminist mm -mm. if you are at, at the very best you're a white feminist which helps no one but white women. No, you put up a so. wall around womanhood that a not only it doesn't only exclude like trans women. It excludes mm -hmm. like women of color. It excludes like mm -hmm. disabled women. It's fat women. It's it, like everybody. Like, it everyone every except, except for thin cis straight white women. Yeah. So if you're a white feminist, then you're not a real feminist, mm -mm. in my opinion. That's why I'm a proud and devout intersectional feminist. And I said, and I even said, even at that point, I'm like, how could you possibly reference me? When Dylan's been on my show, first yeah. of all, I've had many trans women on my show mm -hmm. of many different ethnicities and walks of so life. It's crazy too because it just goes to show that they're not really like paying attention. And that's why I said but you don't like, know anything about me, you girl. Inside, like you, you called upon me. It's, I, I hate you publicly. <laughs> yeah, wrong door, bitch. Right. Knock on another one. Like get, move on. You got the right idea. Yeah, <laughs> the wrong bitch. <laughs> exactly, wrong and it drives idea. me nuts. Mm. You know what's so funny too? One time I went to dinner with my boyfriend and a couple of people that we were like, we, we knew them, we knew them pretty well, but they just like wanted to double date and we were like, okay, okay. cool. And then when we went, um, one of the guy, he had said something, I forget what it was. I don't even remember how it came up, but he had brought up um, trans women in, in the Olympics, mm -hmm. right? Cause I think at the time it was like a hot button topic. Obviously right. they want to talk about that because they have nothing better to do. And um, he had brought it up, and my boyfriend was like, careful. Because I was yeah. like, because as soon as he brought it up, I was like, hmm, and I'm done eating. Right. Okay. Suddenly I'm not hungry. Yeah, I was like, oh, suddenly I'm not hungry, but let's talk. Yeah, sure. You want to talk about it? Let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, no, no. Like, he just kind of backpedaled a yeah. little bit. Because I, again, I don't know if he thought I was a dumb bitch. Who knows? Um, but And that's someone I never hung out with again. You Can go. you believe that? Real Look at easy. that. Never knew it again. It's, also, it's always so funny when people, like, backpedal because they know they don't know what they're talking about you know <laughs> yeah. i'm like oh you just listen to, to a couple like you know you, you listen to ben shapiro right, once and you're like i know everything wrong sorry so i i feel like the topic itself is so is obviously so incredibly nuanced but i feel mm -hmm. like what is important to remember is like if you just like leave people alone You'll probably yeah. be a lot happier. I was, it's just, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Statistically. Especially with sports, too, it was like, first of all, 
most of y'all did not care about women's sports until 30 seconds ago. You guys were talking shit on women's sports right. until like 30 seconds Literally. ago. Literally. <laughs> um, and like on top of that, it, it just, I don't know. That whole situation was just like you've based your entire opinion on a one person case study. Like yeah. you you got information, you got right, you watched a Ben Shapiro co- podcast <laughs> and you read The Onion thinking it was real. And now here we are. <laughs> yeah, literally. God. And it, you know what I I even tell um men, like men who want to talk about trans women in sports, whenever they bring it up, I'm like, "Well, you couldn't even make varsity in high school." So I feel like you're not the person to ask right. about whether or not athletes are good enough to mm. get there. You couldn't get there even if you tried your hardest. If you went for a whole year, you wouldn't be able no. to qualify. Mm-mm. So I feel like you're not the person to ask. Like no. someone who's unathletic, I'm not going to ask. Someone who's five six, <laughs> and you're talking about Olympian sprinters, yeah, I'm not asking you. Like, no, like give hey, shot. I don't put her, put her in the ring. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I don't <laughs> give a fuck what you have to say about professional female athletes. Like, mm. you're not even mentioned in the conversation. No. Sorry, I don't want to hear it from like the the men who could never make it even if they tried their no, hardest. No, like you're sitting there typing from your mom's basement. Like, yeah, I'm sure you have opinions. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure you're like, well, they don't deserve to be there. Neither do you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I guess you're both losers, huh? And that kind of thing. So to wrap up this episode. Uh, what would you say you want to tell to anyone who's maybe wanting to, whether it's try different kinds of fashion looks mm-hmm. or maybe just someone who's maybe navigating their own um, gender expression or identity, like whether it's publicly or privately, what would you say is your best piece of advice? I always tell people, like, believe in yourself, be confident. And that feels like, well, duh. Yeah. You know, um, I think confidence is something that's difficult to come by, but when you do come by it, it um, it's like life changing. Yeah. I think confidence isn't always about like looking in the mirror and loving everything about yourself. It's more about understanding like you well, you should love everything about yourself even if it's not like exactly what you want mm-hmm. because like you are you and like you deserve to feel confident. You deserve to feel good about yourself. Also like a big part of being confident is not giving a fuck what other people think. Period. Like at the end of the day like People are going to judge you no matter what. Yeah. So don't like look to please people. Period. Look to feel good. Yeah. Like 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 whether it's like through fashion, whether it's about like your identity, the way you express yourself, the things you do, the people you surround yourself with, like the job you do, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's about you first yeah. and foremost. So express yourself in the way that makes you feel best. And when people have something to say about it, just know that like the people who are coming for you are just insecure. Like Period. The, people only talk about you when they don't have anything to say about themselves. (laughs) That's tea. And like you said, it's like people don't appreciate them and their time. Mm -mm. So if they're talking, if they don't like you now. Be before your time. Because in 10 years, they're going to be like, remember her? She was it? And I'm like, (laughs) yes, she was. Yes, Yes, she was. And and you can say, like I can say, I knew Griffin was it. That was, they were it. Uh, (laughs) You better be careful. (laughs) I'm going to kiss you. Thank you so much, Griffin, for Thank coming on this you. episode. I adore you. It's an honor to be in your presence always. Same, same, um, same, same. I'm happy we finally did it. It's, same. It's a long Look at making. us. I've been like releasing teasers all year. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I adore you. Uh, where can everybody find you? Um, I'm on Instagram and on TikTok um, and on Twitter. It's just the government names start to finish. Griffin Maxwell Brooks. Um, and um, I also, yeah, I, know, I do lots of things, but if you crawl into a warehouse in New York, you might find me spinning. So. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say, where are you spinning next if you want to tell Um, everyone? Ooh, um, oh, actually in L.A. I'm, Period. I'm um, playing Subculture New Year's Eve, so like on December 30th. Where? Um, uh, warehouse, I'm sure. Okay, I, I, period. I, I don't know L.A. But, but New Year's like Eve Eve. Yeah, but I'm around in New York. Like a, Love. Usually I know like like a week before. So just like, you know, stay tuned, give it a follow, like go listen to my like Halloween mix on SoundCloud. It was fun. Oh, how so incredibly amazing. Griffin is so talented too, by the way. So make sure you check them out on literally everything. As y'all heard, the handle is Griffin Maxwell Brooks. Thank you so much to Griffin for joining me. Thank you all for joining me on this episode. Don't forget new episodes drop every Wednesday. You can stream the audio for the comment section on all streaming platforms, or you can watch the video for free on Spotify, our favorites, because we're Spotify exclusive. We love them forever. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you next week. Bye!